Okay, so you know how I'm always asking my viewers and listeners what they need more of or where they need help, what area? Well, I'm getting a lot of answers and that answer is they're stressed out about their weight. Now, obviously I've been coaching women in fitness and health since 2008, but women I'm finding do not know what to do for their workouts. So that's why I brought back the Lean in 30 one month weight training program for those women that are not afraid to get into the gym and start picking up the weights. If you wanna feel better in your physical body, come summer, come 4th of July, those vacations, you can feel better in as little as four weeks. I guarantee it. You will be in a much better place mentally and physically, and of course, spiritually, because that's just who I am. I love my Jesus and my fitness, but if you want to sign up, don't forget, go on the link in the show notes or find the link in my bio on Instagram, go to my website, get yourself involved in the four-week Lean and 30 weight training program. If you want to tighten those legs, get that booty tighter, get those arms, abs, just feel better about yourself and even just feel stronger in your physical body. This is the program for you. I opened the doors. I hope to see you on the inside. Enjoy this episode. Welcome to Addicted to the Climb. I am your host, Kelly Tyen. As a faith-fueled health and transformation coach, author, and breast cancer survivor, my mission is to provide you with the wisdom, the tools, and all the success tips that I've learned along my own journey in health, fitness, faith, and personal development. Plus, you'll hear some incredible and inspiring conversations that will motivate you and empower you to keep on climbing no matter what you're going through. Let's buckle up to start a brand new climb together and start showing up differently as we work our way to the top. Right now, this is your time to take in all the positivity and all the blessings that God has for you. So let's get started. Everyone, welcome back to another episode of Addicted to the Climb. I am so excited for today's show. You guys are going to love my guest's energy. I've been binging her podcast. She is going to just level us up in all things confidence. Mm. Are you guys getting excited? I mean, we are on the climb in so many areas because life has, we have to climb in our health, in our faith, in our fitness. And this episode, we're going to learn how to really climb in our confidence so we can be unstoppable in that area. So I know I'm excited for today and I am going to introduce you to my guest, Lauren Glick. Welcome to the show, Lauren. Thank you for having me, Kelly. I'm I'm always really excited to talk about confidence because I think it's really important, especially for entrepreneurs to understand that um, it, it, nobody knows what the hell they're doing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so when you show up with the confidence and the knowledge that you do have and you are building, that provides so much more, um, 
I guess, reliability for knowing that you're going to be showing up and that you do have the knowledge that you do have. And it's not about like showing up and pretending to, you know, things. Cause I tell people all the time, I don't, I don't know that I don't pretend to know anything, but the things that I do know, I have a lot of, um, drive and confidence in that certain field. So, um, that's what I love teaching to people as well. I love it because so many people lack in that area. They do. And they really do struggle. So I really am excited and interested to yeah. dig deep a little bit in your brain today. So I love it. before we start, I would love, before we jump into your journey and yeah. your story, um, I always start with some fun icebreaker questions yeah. and let's dive in. How about coffee or tea? I am currently drinking coffee, but I love both. That's the problem. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> what is your favorite book? Are you reading one right now? Oh gosh. Michael Singer. Um, it's not the untethered soul, but he has like a, another book right after the untethered soul. And of course I'm forgetting the name. I will get That's back okay. to you. Okay. But That's Michael good. Singer, he's an, a phenomenal author. So I love him. Yes. Yes. Sure. What about favorite food? Ooh, that's very challenging, but I do love really healthy food. Um, I really want to say like a very intense salad with all the vegetables. <laughs> that is hilarious. I love that answer because listen, I love a good salad. Like it's crazy. If I, yeah. I get so excited about my big salads and my daughter even looks at me like, I can't believe you just love these salads so much. But so that's a great answer to yeah. me. <laughs> no, love- it feels good to feel good, you know? Yes, so. yes, yes. It feels good to feel good. Yes, yeah. that's all I preach. All right, let's just, well, what about, I know you're a clean eater and you're healthy, mm-hmm. but if you do want to have something, a cheat or off program, what is it that you, what's your go-to snack? Oh gosh, I'm addicted to the sugar too. So, you know, and everything is about balance. So I don't restrict anything. If I'm craving sugar, I definitely eat it. Um, I'm, I'm, I, I, I don't want to say, I think we all, but, um, in America we have like a fad diets and I definitely did all those fad diets growing up. And then I, have a very healthy relationship to food now. So I don't restrict anything. Mm -hmm. Um, if I'm craving it, I have it. And just knowing that it's not going to kill me. So, (laughs) but I love that. And I really, I want to touch upon that once we get going, because I come from that same background and if I always say, if I can do it, you can do it because I really struggled with food. So I would love to circle back around to what you just said. Um, okay. Before we dive into our episode and talking all about, you know, confidence and building that up, I just want you to take us on the journey from you being a firefighter to here you are, a confidence coach. Like, how did yeah. that whole thing evolve? Well, I mean, when I was young, I definitely like a little kiddo. I definitely didn't have confidence. I was always that that kid that wanted to just appease my parents, um, you know, clinging onto their leg when I was little and, uh, definitely hated the, the speaking engagements. Like in college, you have to take, um, speech or 
whatever those classes are called. I hated getting in front of the class and presenting. Um, and I always, ever since high school, I remember telling my best friend in high school, I wanted to be a firefighter when I grew up. And I remember she's been my best friend from since preschool. Um, I remember her laughing at me and I was like, that's interesting. Uh, I went off to college. I studied art. So I am an oil painter and a potter as well. And I know totally random. I love like all things in life. Um, And then after college, I applied to LA city fire. And um, I remember the first thing I remember about LA city fire is we had a physical test. And before I, I, I'm, I grew up athletic. I was like in the top 10 in cross country in my high school, senior year, I was on varsity athletes for 12 seasons in high school, played in college. Um, but never upper body strength. So I remember LA city fire, we were doing like physical tests. And I remember one guy told me that I was never going to make it as a firefighter. Cause I had no upper body th- strength. And I was like, touche. Okay. I just need upper body strength. And that kind of started the ball rolling of when somebody tells me I can't do anything. And I'm like, wait, what? Uh, like, what are you even talking about? Um, so becoming a firefighter was that building confidence within myself and fire, not only are especially in the city I was in, uh, extremely busy, um, running into burning buildings. You have to have the confidence and the knowledge and the courage, but that all comes from the background of your experiences and your knowledge and what you've learned. So being a firefighter for 12 plus years was a huge building block of confidence within somebody that I had no confidence growing up as a child. Um, and even, within presenting and knowing knowledge and presenting and teaching to people was a huge part of the fire departments as well. And when I retired, I wasn't expecting to retire. Um, and the city I worked for was in the top five ratings of homicides per capita in the United States. So there was a lot of traumas, shootings, stabbings, life structure fires, every 48 hours. It was a very gnarly city to say the least, but So I didn't know I was retiring. Um, This was about a year before COVID and then COVID happened, right? Like worst time to retire ever. Like, come on, Lauren, couldn't you project a pandemic? And um, I just had this huge drive to help empower women. I had first started off in fitness and I didn't realize that what I was doing was helping women get, just get in the door into the gym and just owning what they knew. Mm. Half of what I did as a personal trainer was literally help build women's confidence to understand that nobody knows what the hell they're doing. But if you walk into that room, into the gym and just own it, like they're going to leave you alone. Just, and that's primarily what I did as a fitness personal trainer was help women understand that, Hey, I'm going to walk you through these things. I'm not going to be here for the rest of your life. I want to make sure that you're confident in your knowledge of functional body movement. And you just go into that gym and own it without me. So I talked to myself out of a job all the time. And I think that's the most important job as a teacher, as a mentor, as a leader is to make sure that people are going to be okay without me always there in their ear telling them what to do. So 
um, to wrap this up, Kelly, is that that's kind of what led me into being a confidence mentor and really making sure and really helping women own their shit was all because of the background and the things that I did. And I absolutely love just being that confidence mentor for women and just like leaving everything else in the past. So, um, so that's a long story, but there you go, Kelly. It's great. And it's just, it's unbelievable how you went from that to that. I mean, totally different scenarios here. I mean, I'm sure you are working a lot with a lot of men primarily as a firefighter, right? And here you are transitioning to working with women yeah. And you have such a passion for that coming from not having confidence growing up. So yeah. if a woman does come to you, because most of my audience is women yeah, and they do have, a lot of them do have low confidence. They, they're afraid to walk into the gym. They yeah. Are, they're, they're afraid. They, they don't know what they're doing. And how do you tell someone right now, listening, somebody that's brand new to take that first step? Like what's the advice that you give or a few tips you can give that person right now? Hmm. Well, to start off, I always tell people that confidence is like a muscle. So it's very challenging to get started taking that first step, just like you were saying, but once it gets going, um, it's, it's, it's a muscle, you know, like the first time that first, all you need is one second of courage to build your confidence. It's always that first step that you're like, really heavy breathing, your pulse might be going up. You might have like sweaty palms, but just knowing, and I think the awareness of, of, oh my God, I have so much anxiety over this. And I, for me, it's always the awareness of being like, okay, fear, I see you. And knowing that you're going to be okay. And to walk through those things that you don't know, or you think that you don't know that you really do know all this knowledge about Mm. it. And I truly do love the education behind everything because once you kind of get through that first step of courage and it's not easy, but it's totally worth it Mm -hmm. to have your awareness to just walk through the fear and the awareness factor of like, okay, I have sweaty palms right now. Like my heart rate's going up. I'm not comfortable in this situation. All that is, is extra energy in your body. And when you're able to convert that energy from anxiety and fear and ground it within yourself, take a couple deep breaths and really ground your energy. And that what helps me is the breathing. If I'm really stressed out, like for example, um, on my way to my first instructor fire. So I was a firefighter on an engine and I was going to be the first in firefighter on a huge, um, commercial building in my city. And I remember I was like doing all the things like in my head, I was repeating everything that I knew, like, okay, how are we going to get to this fire? Am I going to wrap my fire hydrant with an LDH, which just means that, um, how are we going to get the fire hydrant water to the engine and how, what, what kind of hose am I going to pull in interior on the, the structure fire? So I was going over all these steps in my head and when I like, yeah, that's very good to do, like to understand, okay, let me go through these steps and then I'm going to ground my energy. Cause I know what I'm doing, but it's the fact of like, holy shit, I'm actually doing this thing. And your adrenaline is out of the roof 
And when you're able to ground that, take that energy, take your knowledge, ground it. And when you're centered and focused within your knowledge, that's what's going to give you the confidence that you need. Because if you're in, out, in outer space and in your head and all this knowledge that you already do know, that's what's going to maybe potentially get you in trouble, right? So I love the grounding within yourself and your knowledge. And that's truly where your confidence does come from. I couldn't agree more. I think it is all about that because yeah. you mentioned courage and awareness. Yeah. I mean, if you can just take, have the courage to just take that step, it, it opens up so much opportunity. Oh yeah. Can't even imagine. Isn't it crazy? What can happen when you are so fearful, your fear sometimes can just grip you, right? It could just in anything you're doing, we get so fearful of trying the new thing, going to the new workout class, going on the new health program, because we're afraid of failure. But when you have courage to just try it, take that first step, you are more confident. You're like, wow, I just did that thing. Yeah. It's It's like, wow, that actually felt really good. Felt really good. I even tell people like when I'm teaching them, you know, clean eating and making their first green smoothie. Yes. You might, you're already thinking, I'm not going to like it. It's going to be gross, you know, whatever, but take the first sip, see what you feel. You're going to feel better. And it builds that momentum. And that's Mm. what it's all about. And I think it's just like you said, your mindset is everything. Oh yeah. Self-belief, your belief system in your mind. But then there also has to be patterns put in place. So like for you, Lauren, do you set boundaries? Like talk to me a little bit about, you know, setting boundaries for an example. And when you feel lack of motivation, I know that's Mm. two totally different things, but let's know that understood though, Kelly, cause like it's, even though I teach confidence, like there's a reason why I teach it. Cause I grew up in a, a very empathic, very, I had huge feelings and I had to understand that not everyone has these huge, big feelings. So I had to like, I would go into these times where I was not as confident when I retired as my city fire job, I, it was a loss of identity mm-hmm. and stepping out as an entrepreneur. It's, it was a whole different set of, of a whole different set of courage and confidence for me. Cause it was a totally different thing. And it was a, a totally different network, right? As a firefighter, everyone knew what I did. And I had my my little set network. And when I stepped out as an entrepreneur, I knew, knew no one. So that is like, okay, when I didn't have as much courage or I didn't know the right direction to go, I did find myself in a quite bit of a depression. And when you are aware of that, when you're like, oh, Lauren, what have you been doing? It's always, the first step is always the awareness. And that's always the most challenging part is being true to yourself. And I think it's really important that when you make goals and when you put things that you're going to do on your calendar to really be true to yourself, because if you can't keep a promise to yourself, who, who can you keep a promise to? I think the relationship with yourself is so far overpassed in society today. And I think it's the most important relationship we have, but 
for some reason, it's not talked about very much. And we get to be more kind and more empathetic and more encouraging to ourselves. So when I found myself in a slight bit of a depression, it's like, okay, I see that. And I understand why I feel this way. And I was very kind to myself and being a little bit encouraging to myself as well, being like, okay, I see that you're watching a lot of Netflix. You're lying around a lot. Let's get going a little bit and maybe we'll go on a hike today. Right. And when you have that awareness and really the insight of how you are feeling in society, I'm going to go on a little bit of rant, but we have a lot of finger pointing of like, this person did this to me. They did that to me. Um, Gary V had a reel a couple of days ago of, we have so much finger pointing on in on society, but like, who am I to tell somebody else that they did this wrong and this wrong and that wrong? It's like, we don't know what they went through. The only thing that we have control over in our lives is everything within ourselves. And I think that's so empowering to know of, okay, when I could actually have a little self-reflection, that's where you get the awareness of, okay, this is where I was and knowing that has everything to do with my past experiences. And that's okay. Today is a different day. And I'm going to start building my confidence back up and I'm going to move forward from here. But and I know that was a long, a long, um, <laughs> that's okay. No, I'm, I'm with you, girl. I really okay. am. You're preaching my messaging. So because I agree with everything you're saying, like at one point I had to take ownership of my thoughts, my life, my actions. And I think what I, what I did was, and you're Mm -hmm. making me realize this right now is be self-aware. Like, what am I doing? Mm -hmm. Why aren't I getting ahead? Why aren't I getting healthier? Like the other girls and, you know, and I would ask myself that, but I wouldn't sit back and self-reflect. Because mm. I would not want to deal with my own feelings and yeah. I suppress things. And I think that's the problem. And I love that we're talking about this because mm. being addicted to the climb, mm. we're going to have setbacks. There's always stuff going 100%. on. And unless you want to be in the same place two years from now, next week, two months from now, you need to start moving. And I'm, that's what I heard from you. You just took that step. You had the courage. You made your awareness, um, present. So I love all this. I mean, I could talk about this all day long because yes, because I used to keep myself stuck and I'm the only person that did that. No, like you, nobody else can do things for you. So I think this is good motivation for people listening right now to, if you want to make a change, if you're in a career, as yep. a firefighter right now, and you want to be a model. I mean, like, listen, totally possible. It's totally <laughs> possible. I mean, yeah. all things are possible if you can just have the courage to step out, believe in yourself, yeah. because no one's going to believe in you the way you believe in yourself besides God. So, yeah. and that's, I have a strong faith, but I just love it. I love it. I'm like, yeah. And there is a good point there of, you know, we can, as humans feel very comfortable in our comfort zone and we don't grow in our comfort zone. We're just safe, right? You're okay with everything that's going the way it is. It might not be the best. Maybe you're in a marriage right now that you're like, well, 
you know, it is what it is, but it's like, no, it could be a whole hell of a lot better. We're here on earth to spread love and to be happy and to feel joy. So if you're not feeling that right now, really start being aware of why do I feel this way and really get down to the why. And that's the most important part. And for another example, um, with no names included, uh, I was talking to somebody a couple months ago and they were saying that they have never chosen where they were going to live in their life. As somebody has always just told them what to do with where to live and what to do. And I'm like, okay, well that has everything to do with maybe like how they were raised and maybe there were sub boundaries around them. And they don't even have the awareness that they can live in, in a life that they have they have choices. And a lot of people don't even think they have the choice to make the change. Mm -hmm. And that's so frustrating. But as a confidence mentor, like I, you, as a confidence mentor, I can't go out and be like, yes, I could give them a little guidance, but you can't like throw all this stuff on them being like, no, you definitely have the courage and you have the choices to make these changes. Yes, I could say that, but if they're not ready for that, they're not ready for that. And I think that is the most important just to go back to that awareness again. If you don't have the awareness, then you, you can't have that confidence to move forward. If you're stuck in, oh, you know, this is just what it is. Well, that's what for sure is going to happen is yeah. it is what it is because that's what you believe. It's, and that's the way you're li- you will live. Yeah. And I, you had said, because I was binging your show Yay. And at some point. Yes. And I love it. And we can talk about that next, but you are the result of your past. You said that somewhere mm. and it was in relation to what the topic you were talking about, but yeah. it made me really think in what you're saying right now is we are the result of our past, but it doesn't mean we have to stay in that place. Yes, all the actions up until this moment in your life have created you the person that you are, And but this can change. And I just wanted you to talk about that, like people that are stuck with habits, the -hmm. things that they've been doing all their life, how do they break free? What are are your tips, tools, strategies Mm -hmm. that you work with your clients? What do you give them? Like, how do you get them going? So- Can you repeat that question? (laughs) I was just saying, you had said you're the result of your past. So Mm. who we are can change. We know that if we want it to change. But I wanted you to tell me and my listeners some advice for people that really do just struggle with breaking old bad habits. Like, what do you tell? How do you coach these people? Well, that's a good point. And it has everything to do with like, I like the comparison of comparing it to your bank account, right? Because your bank account is literally what your past life is. Um, And if you compare right now, what your bank account is, it has nothing to do with who you are today. It has everything to do with what you've been doing the past three months, the past six months, the past year, the past two years. Mm -hmm. So And right now, today, if I decide that I am going to 
change that and I am going to make sure that my bank account is going to grow, then I need to make those habits today and change that for what it's going to be in the future. And I really like giving that analogy to other people because I think it's really important to really understand the fundamentals of like, okay, like I truly am my past. And when you're able to change those small little habits of, oh, maybe if I actually change my job or if I get out of my comfort zone, then I am able to make that change into growing who I am as a human. So what do I, and that's the thing is like when I'm working with clients and they have goals, the first thing I, I tell them, or we, we talk about is, well, what have your habits been? And we go through the steps of helping them become aware of, even though they have this goal in the future, their daily habits aren't in alignment with what they're saying. Mm -hmm. And I mean, this is true for myself as well. If I put myself as a goal in the future to have this, this big of an audience or to grow my confidence or to grow my bank account, like what have I been doing on a daily basis to make that change? Mm. Um, and it's usually not even in comparison to where they were of compared to what they want to be. And that's true for most of the things like the work is the hardest part for people. We can make all these glorious goals, but people are not really aligning themselves with their goals and keeping the promises to themselves. Mm. Oh, that's good. That's <laughs> so good. Keeping the promises to themselves. Right. Yeah. Like I always say too, would you break a promise to your spouse or your daughter? Use a child because yeah. typically we don't want to break a promise to our child, but it's the same thing, but we break them to ourselves all the time. You know, yeah. we set out these health goals. Like you talked about um, at the end of January, one of your shows, you talked about, what did you say? I think I wrote it down. Quit day. I think something about. Yes, quitters day. And that's so interesting. Quitters day. Yeah. What, what does everyone do January 1st? Like, oh, resolution day. Let's figure this shit out. You know, let me go on my diet. Let's go to the gym. And then. I mean, being a personal trainer in a high-end gym in Southern California, January 1st, January 2nd, that first week of January, it would be jam-packed oh. by the end of January back to normal. Mm -hmm. And that just shows that's like proof in the pudding of people have these great audacious goals, but they can't even keep the promises them to themselves. And it's like, what does that entail? Like, who are you surrounding yourself with? How are you keeping your goals a promises to yourself? Um, just having that in the forefront of your mind to understand that we, if we get to start our day with good habits, that's going to primarily, you know, snowball effect through the rest of the day. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And that's, that's a key point that you just said. I think one of the top things we need to be aware of is who we surround ourselves with. Yeah. So many people are stuck and they're not motivated, but their circle is the same mm -hmm. and all the complainers and they're all talking about the yep. same things. So if you're trying to break free, you're trying to get unstuck, you're trying to feel motivated again to do something greater and bigger and level up, you have to tap in to a different community. You have to find the people 
believe me, I am speaking for myself as well. I had to do all this work myself because I'm an entrepreneur, just like you, Lauren. Like um, we're alone most of the day, right? Yeah. I mean, we're working at our desks and it can be a little bit lonely and unmotivating at times, yeah. but tapping into groups and different people and DMing new people that you want to emulate, yeah. you know, it's, that's a big one. That's a good point. You just said, yeah. and that's, it. that's a good point as well, Kelly of, oh gosh, I just lost my train of thought. Um, we'll get back to it. That's all right. We'll t- surround, <laughs> surrounding yourself with the right people. There like, you go. And as my network, I mean, my mentor always tells me is that my, everyone's net worth is their net worth. So when you surround yourself with entrepreneurs, and that's why I love to join masterminds. It's not um, necessarily that I am going to like skyrocket my business, right? But it's mostly to get around other like-minded individuals that have positive outlooks on life and they don't base the, their decisions around fear because you have the the choice in life to really focus on all the negative or focus on the positive. It's up to you. Right. And um, I would rather choose to be happy than to choose to live in the fear. And if I am living in fear, then I love it when I catch myself and I'm like, but why do I feel like this? Right. And that's the difference. Yeah. Stopping and questioning, why do I feel like this? And what can I do to make a change? Exactly. That's a big difference between the successfuls and the ones that stay stuck. Right. Exactly. Yes. Cause that's the thing, even today, like I get stuck in the, it's, it's new level, new devil, right? When you start as an entrepreneur, you're like, okay, like everyone's been doing this forever. Right. How do I even get in? But once you're in and you're having some sort of success, then it's like, okay, well, how do I get to the next level? Mm -hmm. So it's always another set of challenges. And if you're not challenging yourself, you're not growing and you can think of them as problems, or you could think of them as challenges. And I like to think of everything that happens to me. I think of it as a challenge to get to the next level. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, that's the climb. Yeah. You know, I, I use staircases just the same way. You're yeah. climbing the next staircase. Sometimes we're on the plateau that, you know, the, the platform yeah. it's okay to stay there for a few minutes, but then you got to take that next step to keep moving forward. hundred so, percent. I love it. And I love that you said, nobody knows what they're doing. I mean, Mm-mm. most of the time we're all learning as we go. percent. Right. Isn't that the beauty of it? When you really think about it, I used to struggle with that. And now I really know that the joy is really in the journey itself because you're learning, you're growing, you're challenging yourself. And it's just amazing when you look back. Yes. When you're struggling, it stinks. I mean, you're like, this is the worst, (laughs) but you know, the joy is in the journey because half the time, no one else knows what they're doing. We're all in the same boat, especially entrepreneurs. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, Cause I've had some health issues in the past and my favorite doctors are the ones that are like, okay, well, and that's the thing you're, you'll probably be like, holy shit, Lauren, like, what are you even talking about? But my physical therapist, for example, cause I have rheumatoid arthritis. So when somebody like my therapist is working on me, I really did trust him more when he said, okay, well, we don't a hundred percent know what's going on, Lauren. This is your body. This it might be because of this shoulder, 
compared to your left glute. And this is where we're going to at least start and see where, what we get in results. Now, if I had a physical therapist that said, this is 100% what's going on, and this is going to be the hundred percent answer. It's like, well, how do you exactly know that? Because we all have deficiencies in one area or another, and that might be correlation to like, we are just one whole thing. And if he was to go in there and be like, this is the answer, I wouldn't have trusted him as much as if he was 100% honest and said, by the way, not hundred percent sure, but this is where we're starting. Cause I have ex- yeah. 30 years of experience and this has a tendency to be the answer. And when people are very open-minded and they're not like a thousand percent, like I am the ruler of the world, people like that kind of scare me. Um, it's those open-minded people that are like, well, in my experience, this is what happens. This is what we're going to start with. And we'll go from there. Um, those are the kind of people I really do trust. (laughs) I agree. I do. I agree. The know-it-alls just, they don't do it for me. (laughs) No. Right. It's like, you might know a lot, but you haven't been through it all. So, right. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. So many good nuggets today. Thank you. Yes. Honestly, I, I want my listeners to make sure you guys go follow Lauren. What is your podcast? Tell them where to follow Mm -hmm. you. Give us all the places. Of course, Kelly. Thank you. So my podcast is called Unstoppable Confidence. You can find it on iTunes, Spotify, all the all the great platforms. And the platform that I hang out most on is Instagram. And you can find me at the Lauren Glick. And um, that's me. Perfect. Love for you to follow, follow the podcast, follow the Instagram for all the great nuggets all the time. Cause even yes. though I am a confidence mentor, I don't like to call myself a confidence expert because I'm going through it as well. I'm just another average human being. And I think we are all the same and we're all doing the same things. So, um, mm-hmm. I'm yeah. here for you. <laughs> you said, no, it is in, you know, reach out. If you guys have questions, I always say, I love introducing my people to different people that can just empower, encourage, inspire us because the more you plug into these things like mm-hmm. Lauren's podcast, listening to mine, the more you're just going to feel better in the day and just build your own confidence slowly because you'll take one thing out of each time you listen and it will just help you. Exactly. You could hear the same thing a hundred times and it won't break through, but it might be the hundred and first time that you hear it. You're like, I get it. And it all has to do with this might sound silly, but like the programming of your brain and you are your past and to reprogram your thoughts, being around a new environment with people that are positive and that have insight on making that change. Exactly. So the bottom line is, and I'm going to just recap quick. So I wrote a few yeah. things down. I want you guys to really get this in your heads that have the courage to step out, try something new, even if you're fearful, you won't know until you try be accountable to someone. That's my biggest one. I feel, and I'm sure you do too. I heard you say you have a mentor, you know, you do masterminds, things like that. That's accountability, you guys. Oh yeah. Doing things alone is really hard. When you have people supporting you, coaching you, listen, there's no price on that. There really isn't. If you want it, there's not. I mean, I would pay millions because- I have grown so much personally 
in so many different ways more than I, if I had not done any of those and paid for coaching. So Agreed. accountability is the key, owning your past and moving forward, making, I love this one, making deposits in your bank account. I love Ooh, it. I love is, it, Kelly. I love that one. That is so good. Yeah. Not only monetary, but you need to make deposits in your own bank account, which is this. And I'm pointing to my mind and my mindset, yeah. my whole being here, because all that stuff is going to make you a better you. And the last one that I loved is who you surround yourself with is everything. Mm. Because really, you have to really evaluate that every now and again. Unfortunately, I've had to step away from certain, you know, friendships that I still love, but I'm not being fed. And I don't mm. want to be stagnant in that in that way. So if the conversations aren't going anywhere, why are you wasting your time? Right? Exactly. You want to be fed like with good stuff and talk in what are you doing next and growth and all that fun stuff. So I just really love this conversation. It was so I do great. too. I love it. I loved so it. My last question I ask everyone is what are you climbing towards next, whether in your personal life or mm. your business or both? Gosh, that's such a challenging question. I mean, because, well, I mean, to be 100% honest right now, my goal for 2022 was to um, have growth, to really narrow my focus and to really get laser focused on one thing. So my goal in 2022 is to grow my podcast. And then I have other goals outside of social media um, that I'm not going to confuse everyone with. So they're all our small little goals. And for personally, um, I am growing in getting back into a more, an exercise routine. Cause I feel better when I'm working out. I just got over an autoimmune flare up. So it, it you know, I've been walking, but I want to get more into the, the heavier, you know, sweat, increase your heart rate kind of workouts. So that's my goal in February is to increase my walking into running again. So love it. Me too. That's mine. I've Yay. been off too. We all had COVID and yeah. Oh, so much has happened between December and January, honestly. Oh yeah. A lot. And you know, I had all the exciting hopes and dreams of what I was doing January 1st, but it didn't go the way I planned, which is okay. Uh, and that's so, okay. Yeah, and knowing that things happen and you know, right. Right. And I'm because I got COVID in, um right after Christmas too. So I was in bed on New Year's yeah. Eve. So us, us as well. Yeah. <laughs> That's all of a, there's four of us, my two kids and my me and my husband and I, we're all yeah. in separate rooms. <laughs> so yeah. it was like it was just the way it had to be. But we're all done. We're all getting better. So February is gonna be a good month for all of us. It I, will be. Yes. And find your accountability partner. Yes people like just text every morning and be like, what, what are you going to do today? That scares you to get you to your goal. Yes, that is, that's number one. I swear like for me, like if I don't have that, I, I, I don't do it. Yep. <laughs> so 100% agree. <laughs> and, um, very, very last, do you have a word of the year that, you know, people have a word? I don't this year, but if I was to go back to my goals, like the first word that popped into my head was focus. Good. That's what I heard from you. So that's yeah. perfect. 
Thank you. Well, thank you of so course. much. Yes, this was so fun. I appreciate you being here today. Agreed. Thank you for and having me. Yes. And to all my listeners, thank you for tuning in today to Addicted to the Climb. You guys, life is a climb. It's hard, but it's fun at the same time. Look at the glass half full, not half empty. And just promise yourself that you will be accountable and you will just keep on climbing no matter what you face. I love you all so much. Thanks again. And I will see you next week. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for being here every week because my goal is to always empower and inspire you so you can keep on climbing even when life gets tough. If you felt blessed today, it would mean the world to me if you subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And one of the ways you can help me is if you would leave me a five-star rating in a review. This is really how I can help more people just like you. You can do this right on your podcast app on your phone. It's super easy. It will only take one minute. Also, if you want to be part of my private community on Facebook, head over there to Faith, Fuel, and Fitness, and I'll meet you inside. Or you can even head over to my website, kellytyan.com, to get more inspiration and resources to keep you on your own climb. Thank you again and have a healthy and happy week.